All right. Here we are with Fellowship, Star Wars, Spiders and Snakes, Season 2, Episode 5. The name of this episode is The Gallows. I am Devin. Uh, we are in September 2021, and I am Devin playing the Empire Framework, the Spider and Snake Alliance. And here with me today we have... Adam playing Lamnar the Kaminoan as the Spider. I'm Jonathan playing Oom93, a battle droid, using the Shattered playbook. And Peter as Void Within Without, a given Abyssal Remnant. Alright guys, let's recap what happened last session. Oh boy, we we came on this planet real hard. Um, ooh, ooh, that sounded weird. Uh, we... Yeah, uh, we stopped by the Jedi system. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, figured, okay, we'll see what's going on. And then found like a piece of it missing. Just like Gone. a ring will, will be forming. The it has not formed yet. Because destroyed. It, it, it will not form yet because it's just a few hundred moons right now. As has been telegraphed throughout this entire series, the First Galactic Empire, who you're not technically fighting, you're dealing with the Spider and Snake Alliance, has a world killer, and it turns out those rumors were true, as Jetta is the first victim of it. Ooh-wee. So apparently it's not completely destroying a planet, but it kind of doesn't matter because this is, this is still a uh, humanitarian crisis. So we landed, killed a bunch of clone troopers, Killed R2-D2. Saved a bunch of people. You know, Star Wars stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The Spider and Snake Alliance is here on Jeddah. Jeddah is a uh, funeral world where people come to, like, from all over to bury their dead. Um, it had a heretical sect of the Jedi Order in the Old Republic uh, here that just kind of kept to themselves that, you know, has long since been wiped out. Um... And uh, as you're learning, it was one of the places in the galaxy where you could get kyber crystals. Uh, The first Galactic Empire mined it for all it was worth for their projects. And now the Spider and Snake Alliance is here to pick up the pieces for their projects. So where we left off the party, you were inside a Jedi temple with some um, Furians, a Mandalorian clan. uh, And you're planning to go to, what did I call it? The Melting Gods of Syrinx, where currently there are people being forced into work camps to dig up kyber crystals for the Spider and Snakes Alliance, as the planet itself, you know, missing continental plates and having been cracked open, uh, is currently losing its ability to support life. There are firefights and anti-air guns everywhere, shooting down ships trying to leave without the Spider and Snake Alliance's permission. There are clone troopers and Spider and Snake soldiers all over the place, like forcing people to work. It's a pretty big nightmare. Yeah, so I think one of the first things that we have to do is reach out to the Rebellion and tell them that we're going to need a hand here. Because uh, we're pretty cool, but we're not quite... uh, We are not prepared for this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't call this... Did I say what this episode was called? I don't think so. The gallows, thank God. Okay, I already said what this episode was called. Thank God. <laughs> all right, perfect. It's yeah, all right. Con- <laughs> contacting the empire, your rebellion. How do you want to go about that? Oh, uh, so my X-wing is damaged. So, uh, uh mine was I ejected from mine, so, so it's still instead of like autopilot, so it's still in one piece. So we can just 
connect to that comm link on my uh, ship and then bounce it off to our main ship. Okay. And what are you looking for that for from this? Like for contacting the rebellion, what are they you hoping they can provide you? We're gonna need help. Well, like obviously there are ships on this planet, but a lot of them have been shot down, and um, I'm not confident that we're gonna have enough for this grand of a humanitarian crisis. So we're gonna have to reach out to the Rebel Alliance, who told us that they don't have the assets to help us out, and tell them that. Uh, we need to fix that. <laughs> we we need help. We need transports. We need. We're going to have a flotilla. Uh, oh, we also need a place to put refugees. Like, if we were looking for a uh, if we were looking for an opportunity to get a lot of people to uh, be on our side, this would be a great photo op- uh, photo opportunity. What they're going to need is for you to make sure that the planet is landable. You have to get the Spider and Snake Alliance out of here or or make sure they're not shooting ships down and they can move things around to like get a like allied world to send help because you guys are also in the outer rims. So, they can scramble yeah. that, but they can't do it if like all those civilian ships they're about to send are going to get butchered. No problem. <laughs> so, basically maybe we have like a ticking clock or something or, or we can uh do you want to have that be a possible like side effect or a conflict? Like, there's already a tick- and it- there's already a pretty severe ticking clock that's about to go into effect once you get past this hump of uh, Jetta. So, okay, I feel like that might be a bit redundant, um, and might like fold into that even. Like, it could actually be a part of that. Uh, the thing you're going to have to do is you can't fight every spider and snake soldier here and you can't destroy every ship and gun they have. What you can do is you could smash up their leadership to cause them to retreat. So can we spend intel to find out the last known location of the leader to find out where exactly this planet he is or absolutely she is? And that, to do that, we would contact the general and ask them if they're scanning the communication to the spiders and snake alliance to see where they're centered or where the main messages are heading. Cause I, that's where we assume the leader would be. That makes sense to me. You're going to be making a making contact rule with sense. Okay. Uh, and I have plus two cents. So that's good. <coughs> ha, ha, ha. Hey, cool. Okay. Let me open up the dice roller, which I should have had opened up sooner. And it's, it's a 2d6, so that's an 8 plus two, 10. Oh, 10 off the bat? Then yeah, you can spend yep. Force or Intel for the appropriate benefits. Uh, so yeah, you're good to go for spending. Should we ask for anything else, or are we just fine with one Intel for now to find out where the leadership is? Um, discover last known location of a leader. Um, let's plan. I mean, there are three leaders in the... Some... Uh, if you spend three intel, you can get intel on all three of them. Like, that sounds like a solid one. Um, we could only negate for a scene. To discover where Source of Power is located. Find out we what their spend... plan... Actually, we know what their plan is here, so they're just getting the kyber crystals. We could spend right. four force to just deal damage to a leader. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you or, aerial um, bombard that location, or uh, break up an army into a gang of enemies? That that actually could be kind of a solid move. 
Hmm. Like uh, we we just organize infighting on the planet, and right. um, basically like let you know let people know like hey the rebel alliance is actively on its way. We need to put these guys, or we need to we need to make a distraction. We need to make sure ships can land, and Plus, that way we people our, know we like have our main, oh yeah we had our main ship in orbit and we knocked out some anti air guns uh the previous game just to give them a breathing room. Mm-hmm. So they could be able to send some troops in to help us, and that could that would also justify breaking up the army into a gang of enemies. I'd say spending the intel for the locations and the force just for a nice ace up our sleeve in case we get into a tough fight. Because yeah. like we like I can help fight an army, but it's gonna suck. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, I can damage them. A, you're not gonna get a chance to spend this stuff once the conflict starts. You might as well spend it now. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking okay. we discover where the leaders are, and an army becomes their like their army becomes a gang. Maybe I, I don't know quite how that works. No, I have a pretty good idea for that. That's fine. That works. Okay. Uh, yeah, you call in an open assault from the Mandalorians working like on uh, on Kainite command, and they're going to rally people together, and the huts are going to rally together like bounty hunter and mercenary ships. They're going to send pirates like fucking Hondo Onakis's uh, descended <laughs> crew. I think by this point, what, this is Rebels timeline, and Rebels timeline takes place just before New Hope, so that means Hondo is an old man, old man grandpa, crime grandpa now. So they just get, like, pirates. Pirates, Mandalorians, mercenaries are going to swarm on in and just start hammering the planet with the locals uh, to overthrow the spider and snakes. Oh man, teenage... <laughs> Wait, no, it wouldn't be teenage Boba Fett. Boba Fett's an adult now. In New oh, Hope? Well. Yeah, he'd be an adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering he showed okay. up in the next one, and yeah. <laughs> exactly. That checks out. Okay, so yeah, Kynet Command takes your orders, and they organize like a, like a big strike against this planet. So in short time, like X-Wings, Y-Wings, uh, those flying saucer mercenary pirate ships that they have that are actually just flying saucers and are fantastic. Uh, Mandalorian tech and gear and barges start like flying on in through the, the firing lines, dropping like commando pods and transport equipment and start rallying with the locals in the area that you cleared out to fight. Like the local Mandalorians here will help them. The okay. flying saucer thing reminds me of a, uh, never mind. I'll tell you later. <laughs> awesome. I will not get um, distracted. From an intel point of view, it goes like this. Uh, Steelhead is in the system on a uh, uh, ring superstructure that orbits the sun of the the system star. There's a superstructure ringing around it that he is on. Uh, Torapano, that other, you know, spider and snake uh, leader, is at the Kainite, like, mining operation or not the kyanite the uh, kyber crystal mining operation helping them haul up kyber crystals into transport ships to get them out of here and anakin skywalker is on planet but he's moving around a lot like coordinating efforts and stuff so he's been kind of all over the place sometimes he's on the ships orbiting the planet sometimes he's on the ring world installation he seems to be hard to pin down just because he moves a lot okay i mean that, that that's as good as knowing his location of like hey he's super mobile like, okay, yeah. that, that helps. The, because yeah, it's actually the moves, useful. Because of the moves they have, the spider and snakes can, like, teleport around, basically. They, you can never intercept them when they're on the way to somewhere, only after they arrive somewhere. And Anakin's yeah, just taking advantage of that. Out, 
Do you have to force all three leadership to flee, or are we finally, or are we just targeting this one that's on the planet right now? Um, or the ones, the two that are on the planet right now. It's honestly not like a hard goal. It's more like you got to cause enough damage that these guys want to bail. Got it. Like, or the I don't I don't suppose the kyber crystals are flammable. Oh, kyber crystals! Like, that's going to come up. Like they're not using their teleport network to haul them. They're putting them in ships, in like like equipment and like storage bays and stuff. They're not like teleporting them out of like, here. I'm imagining like the oil fields in Iraq, where they were just like, "Oh, you want you want these? Light them on uh, fire!" <laughs> like this, this start scorched earthing them. This comes up in Star Wars canon. Kyber crystals are super unstable at a certain size. Like, uh, what yeah. are we talking about? What's his name? Um, um, uh, fucking Machete Guevara. What was that guy's name that Forrest Whitaker plays? Oh, geez. I don't know. Saw Guerrera. Not Machete Guerrera. There Saw Guerrera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Machete Guerrera sounds awesome, and I would love to play that as, like, Saw's brother. <laughs> Saw's long lost son, Machete Guerrera. <laughs> anyway uh saw guerrera in one of the last episodes he has in star wars rebels actually covers this entire topic kyber crystals are hyper unstable okay so, so like we we could like focus bombing on like basically those ships like they're using their anti-air guns to shoot ships as they're like leaving uh orbit or like le- like leaving the planet's surface, so like our ships could be basically meeting their ships as they're exiting orbit or e- exiting the atmosphere, and basically just doing the exact you, same thing to them. Yeah, you'll run the risk of uh, killing civilians who are mining the kyber crystals and managing the hauling, though, which seems like a bad look. Mm. Got to find uh, a way around maybe that. Maybe some bounty hunters. Maybe some of the bounty is, hunters to do is that. There a, is there like a center Puzzle. central area where they're doing all the mining, or is it spread yeah. out all across the planet? No, there's one central like deposit they're working over and coordinating all like the workers in um, the the melting gods of Syrinx. There's a province called the Syrinx province that they're hauling out kyber crystals from. Well, the if these crystals are extremely volatile and we can disable their main mining operations, they would have no reason to stay because they, they take what they can. They can't get anymore. I mean, that sounds solid. Like we, you know. We take what they want. Plus, that's where a lot of their prisoners are. So we can free prisoners while we're at it, and then you know get out with the prisoners, mm-hmm. or what arm them think, and Peter? continue on. Pete. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Take take um, the thing that they're here for, and then that'll give them all reason to leave. And then the more chaos we give them, the more like it'll be more and more. That's how I'm seeing good it. To me. All right. Now we right. now we need to go somewhere dark. Okay. So that Void can just kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you all coordinate the military efforts, like the, the, the fleet shows up and they start hammering the clone troopers immediately. Like there's boots on the ground, there's firefights happening, bombings, like tanks and walkers and mechanized units are being dropped in and mechanized units on the ground are fighting back. It, it, you've turned this planet into a war zone now. There, there's an active battle and the, the army is getting shredded. Like not your army, the spider and snake army of troopers. Okay. So I'm assuming you guys take a ship and fly your way out to where Tora is. Uh, this is one of the parts of the planet that got that was caught in the crossfire of that super weapon. So it has like 
a new, you know, impossibly large canyon that you can see and like burning air and atmosphere that's being ejected into space. Uh, there's storms and smoke and combustion and like latent heat as the planet's core is spilling out in like lava geysers. Um, and near that kind of cut, there's like mining operations going, you know, capital ship weapons have been dropped down or being used to punch their way through cities and temples and, uh, the remains of the, the, the people of Jeddah basically. And there are people down there that are just helping dislodge these giant crystals that get sawed in half and put into containment units and being dragged up into loading, uh, vessels to be brought up to the capital ships in orbit. Uh, it's a huge nightmare. There's stuff going on. Uh, fights aren't really breaking out because the troops have it de- locked down. Uh, but in low orbit above this operation is what looks like a uh, battleship, like a command carrier, that is just receiving the crystals and is clearly a spider and snakes aligned ship. So uh, with a ship in orbit above you and a work camp below, how do you want to proceed? I think that we we definitely want to go in. We want to try to get Tora out of here. And, you know, like, the rest of their forces. But if we can maybe capture one of their ships and take it up and get on board their ship, then we could cause even more havoc. Possibly take their ship. And can we crash the their ship into the mining facility? After oh, get onto it. Uh, miners. Anything's possible with the force. I mean, you could always <laughs> take the Cairo crystal being shipped up, rig some explosives onto them, and as they, you know, get loaded up, just you know, detonate them. Oh, and it'll just, just, you know, create a small supercell of explosion. Just throw a thermal detonator there. Unfortunately, also, like, doing that to the ship would cause the ship to come crashing down. Oh, no. <laughs> On us. And the people. Uh, yeah. No, it's a solid plan. Go? It, that's a solid plan. Yeah. All you gotta do is make sure that step one is make sure that there's an escape route for the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, getting to the ship is, we've taken this place... <laughs> Now we can move the fight to uh, the second level of uh, that one Halo uh, level. Oh yeah, the we have part the bomb. of that Halo level. Uh, yeah, you gotta like get onto the Truth and Reconciliation and save Captain Keys and start with a sniper rifle and fight on the ground until you get to the uh, thing that takes you up. I don't remember any of that shit, but awesome. Mm. Yeah, I, I was Did just you... talking about Halo earlier today. That's why it's fresh. Fucking sick. <laughs> right. Do these people have like slave collars on them, or like what's uh, like, or do they just are they just have like guns pointed at their heads to keep them in line? They're they're literally people in their day to day clothes that look ragged and covered in soot and ash, uh, being threatened to be shot by clone troopers, and they're working. That's that's what it is. It's not like they have like a specialized system set up here. They just put boots on the ground and guns in hands. Yeah. Okay. Rad. I'm I'm very glad for that. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a complicated operation. That they have bomb collars. Like, come on. (laughs) Where do you think they're going to buy a bunch of bomb collars and expense them out for people who are going to die in five days from, like, fucking lung, uh, you know, hot air melt lung poisoning? Hey, listener, if you're tired of your Vampire the Masquerade storyteller having people suicide bomb into you, just take Dominate 5. You can undominate anybody with less than that. Don't take Dominate 5. Instead, you want to take Vicissitude up to the point where you can do Bone Vicissitude, and then you also want to take a little bit of Dominate, which is a good thing, and then a bit of Animalism, and then you want to look up how you make Molotov Cocktails and Napalm. Not on your own computer, though, and you basically are going to own that game. (laughs) Yep. There you go. You just won Vampire. You did it. (laughs) Right. 
Like I said, if you have a system, it's a bit smeasy. What a cursed game. Oh, you don't have to be a Zemisi to have Don't that see. shit. You gotta be a Caitiff. Caitiff's the best option, because you get whatever fucking powers you want. But, like, yeah, if you're exactly. gonna take whatever powers you want, take Celerity. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. But also, you have some Zemisi blood, so you're screwed at the end. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a problem for the character, not the player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explaining that to storytellers is so fun. Right? Like, like, I don't oh, care but, about these consequences. Right? You'll lose at the end. It's like, no, 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 no. An imaginary <laughs> person will lose in a story. I will remain victorious over you. <laughs> you misunderstand uh, the, sca- the stakes here. The stakes are, non- are non-diagetic. What, what's important in a race is making it to the finish line. Nobody cares what happens after. Right? <laughs> There's an actual book about that, uh, about this kid who goes sledding, or he has like a sled dog, and it's like a whole thing about how his dog has to cross the finish line, and its heart gives out, and like the guy in lead picks up the dog and the boy and crosses the finish line for him so they can get there. And it's like, that's the moral of the book. He won. Don't forget any other context for what was going on. The point of the story was he won the race. <laughs> that dog fucking died? No, no, no. The dog won first place. It doesn't, <laughs> but it died. Yeah, but that's not a condition of winning the race. The dog won the race. Yeah, it's a happy ending, guys. He <laughs> Peter and Resetier. Peter and Resetier. I paid off the debt. It's like, yeah, but you can make friendship with like all these people at Max Friendship. It's like, Devin, the debt is paid off. Friendship was not part of this. <laughs> and what? But you needed the friendship to pay off the debt, though. Not if you're not if you play um, the right way. <laughs> I mean, I'm on I'm on Peter's side. Like, like uh, Breath of the Wild. I got a skeleton horse one night, and I was like, oh! and I like it disappeared at sunrise, and I almost quit the game because of it. But that's okay because I was also going to quit the game because I won because I had a skeleton horse. Nothing else matters. You get Calamity Ganon. I have a skeleton horse. Right. Uh, good times. I, All right, I even named so... it after our, our late cat. It was really sad. I was like, I'm naming it Franklin because, and then it like dusted. And I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, that's what happens in the sunlight. <laughs> Stay okay. in the shadows, children. So that ship's in orbit. People are mining below. Kyber crystals being ripped up out of the ground and put into the, sh- the, 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 the kind of loading ship to be brought up to the capital ships in orbit when they're all ready to leave. You guys are presumably- one loading ship or several. It's like a ship, like just floating above the city, literally like in Rogue One, uh, and then like other ships bringing material up to it, and then it's going to ascend up and probably like go to a bigger ship and leave. Okay, so then, and the ship that's loaded, that being loaded up with the material, has like weapons. Oh yeah, like it's capable of. Yeah, it, it probably okay, has so weapons. Then, then, essentially, to take if we take out the army that's guarding the uh, slave captives the ship above would be able to fire down upon us. So if, we take out, if you take the ship above, then there's still the army holding the people captive we have to deal with. So should we split up to take out those two problems simultaneously? Um, let's stay together until we get to plan B. Like, we go in together, we focus on disrupting the, like, the operation, and then once the uh, opportunity presents itself, like if whoever is available... To, to make that move, make the move. Honestly, then to get we, to the ships. 
hearing the plan, I think splitting up actually sounds pretty good because you could just do both things at once, like freeing the people on the service by taking out the ground forces and also securing the ship, which you could probably load people onto. Like, just jettison the kyber yeah. crystals. Dump them. <clears throat> and we could probably just we could probably just get to the ship and like take a bunch of bounty hunters and uh, blood hungry Mandalorians with us and just take their ship. <laughs> like that sounds. Oh, hey, pumpkins playing with my dice. Hey, buddy. Um, but like maybe we can like do that and then have an asset to give to the uh, rebellion. Yeah. To you know to gamify it a little bit, but you know it, yeah, it, that makes it all sense. it's 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 a, it's supporting what we would want to do anyways, which is really cool. <laughs> All right, I'm up for uh, sneaking aboard the big ship to hijack it. Awesome. Bad. I am too. <laughs> Wait, then who's on the ground? Yeah. Oh, right. I okay. guess so. <laughs> Sorry, right. I, I completely forgot that we were splitting up. I'm like, yeah, this everything sounds great. I'm on board for whatever. Let's Wait, I can't do that. Ghost below. <laughs> yeah, let's split up. I'll, I'll be on the ground. What, what are we splitting up to find? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear over the sound of us splitting up. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll stay on the ground because I did I did specifically want that scene of like protecting people and right helping and them get to the shuttles and stuff. So I guess I'll stay on the ground because there are more corpses here for me to raise as an army. Nice. I'll bring uh, I'll bring Meathead. We call we called back from the ship, so he's with me and perfect. Dom to, uh, and Dom, I suppose. Yeah, Dom will come with you. Nice. He'll come with you with his buds. Yeah, he I think uh, that's awesome. I didn't bring, I didn't take Chevron Laser React with me, but no. <laughs> so, so he's he's staying in his vault where it's safe. Don't you ever hurt, don't you ever hurt my baby boyfriend. <laughs> there it is. Okay, this is so. a ship. <laughs> You guys fly on in on that one X-Wing. Uh, you drop off... Uh, I'm assuming you're dropping off uh, Oom-93 while uh, Lamnar, you're going to try and sneak aboard the ship, right? Yes. So, I think we're going to just hijack one of the loading ships to get onto the bigger loading ship. Alright, how good are you at stealth, Lamnar? Like, are you really good at stealth? Uh, stealth would be grace, I believe, right? I didn't mean like for rolling. I it just would... meant for moves and superpowers you have. Oh, I'm not the stealth version of the spider, but also I can. I'm, I still have wall walking, and my so I can just crawl on surfaces I really shouldn't be able to. <laughs> and okay. recently, I became a threat to the world with a rather nifty ability called a dark portent. So, if I can, yeah, go for it. All right, all right. So with the uh, loading ship that's basically just came down to the surface to just be packed full of kyber crystals, while the after the crystals are loaded, while they're still warming up to just fly up to the ship in orbit? Yeah, there's two clones right I, now managing the back of the ship. Like, they're loading things up, sealing it up, talking, and they're like, is this transport? Like, one trooper goes over, it's like, trooper, is this transport ready to go? Yes, sir. It should be ready for. It should be ready on time as uh, as expected. Excellent. Emperor Skywalker will be pleased. <laughs> All right, and then there is a scuttling, like a loud duk, 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 duk noise from the bottom of the ship. Did you hear that, trooper? 
Probably nothing. You should check it out anyway. Never can be too careful. Okay. Uh, One of them's going to the break off from the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They can be in a group. I don't think... I don't think that's the problem. When they head back, they see one of the panels is open, and but then he looks down. There's nothing there, and then there's a tuk, 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 tuk from the top of the ship. Okay, what happens next? Do they like investigate? Do they check it out? Do they stay there looking around? What happens next? I I think that when they go look, for, they go looking around for what's making that noise. All of a sudden, they hear the the. They gather together and they're looking around, and then eventually they just stop and look up, and they see on the ceiling a massive coil of machinery, uh, cybernetic limbs, and long spindly arms. As this Kaminoan monstro- cyber monstrosity just tears, peering down on them, and then right, right, right next, and holding on to what looks to be a giant mutant clone trooper with a giant gun pointing at them. As I activate my web spinning trap, a dark portent, I terrify them and they flee the scene. All right, they book, and one of them screams up, This is nothing like the simulations. Oh no. <laughs> they book. Nice. So, yeah, we got a ship. All right, you're able to get up to the capital ship. Let's smooth, uh, let's swap over back to Um 93 and Void with them without. You guys are arriving on scene. How would you prefer to arrive on scene to the work camp? Uh, do you mind if I look closely? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, I'm going to be looking for, um, uh, like an advantageous place, or like a, like a, maybe the commander's tent, just anywhere where it's like, us showing up would do the most damage. And I got, uh, nine plus, I think at least two. All right, so So, for look closely, throw some stuff at me. Yeah. Yeah, um, what? And I actually have the book open. Yay! And you could, like, make up your questions, too. Just use those as, like, a guiding principle. Yeah. Let's see. I know what's going on here. Is there something hidden or out of place? And if so, what looks suspicious? Uh, I don't have anything prepped off the top of my head for the mining camp. Uh, does anyone else have suggestions? Hmm. If anyone has nothing interesting, that's okay. It just means everything is um, as it seems. Maybe, uh, maybe there's one area that they keep all the slaves away from. Something. St- Ooh, or maybe there's or like, like specifically like a holding area. All right, like there, you that know, could be there. They, they 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 put the people there, and as somebody you know dies, they drag somebody out of the larder to uh, go to work. Okay, sure, that can be there. Easy. What's your next question? <laughs> Uh, tell me about, uh, could I, could I ask about Tora at this point? Like, yeah, tell me about Tora. What are they doing? What, and, uh, what, what are they doing? What are they, what will they do next? Uh, so Tora is currently on a screen and you know what, uh, Lamnar, I'm going to say you get onto the ship and like, you're able to kind of like, you know, you sneak around and maybe you and your guys can observe this from a vent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So we'll set a scene up for that. Uh, so I'll, I have a Tora scene that I can give you at the end of the questions if you want. All right. What's and um, what will happen when I release, uh, like, if I release the prisoners? So I think if you release the prisoners, the clones will start, like, shooting and turn us into a skirmish. Um, I could also see a world where your troops have already gotten here and are already starting to attack the camp and it's already in chaos, but I'm not committed to that yet. Um, 
but that's the kind of two outcomes I see. Do you have any other suggestions? Um, like maybe like what if we are able to like arm the people in order to make us like a like a firefight? I could uh, see maybe, that. How or maybe even arm them. Uh, maybe even just like uh, hand them like a bag of thermal detonators and say, "Hey, just like go cause problems." <laughs> So it's just chaos. Um, maybe give us like a temporary access to like the dangerous tag on something. Yeah, no, like like if you have bombs and stuff, you have it. it that's no problem. Um, my my question would be, that's going to probably get people caught in the crossfire. Are you okay with that? Also, I'm going to point out, I think this conversation on a look closely role is the closest we've ever gotten to doing look closely the way it was intended. We're just going back and forth. Like, well, what about this? What about this? Which makes me feel like a I jackass. Think- <laughs> I, I think that that is solid and in that case like we may not immediately release the people because it's like no we we don't want them to get caught up in the crossfire yet we you know we we want them to be able to get out so we should get them a we should get them access or we should get them a uh, a way out before we open the doors and start releasing them all right well you're looking closely. instead of you know what would- what would that way out for them look like in the mining camp? Uh, I think that there's like there are trenches just dug into the mining camp. Yep. Um, and if we can clear one of those trenches and just you know make it so that there aren't just clone troopers standing up just taking pot shots of people as they run by, uh, we could use that trench, which leads to a landing pad. Okay. So somebody yeah. could. Uh, like a, one of the ships that's like waiting to take off, like another ship waiting to take off or something could be loaded right. with the people and then we get them out of there. Okay. I'll give you the Taurus scene and then I'll let you take the lead on how you start like freeing and causing chaos. And we'll start to go into reactions from that, which again, I think this is the closest we've ever gotten to doing it the way it's supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah, <I like> this. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Vel. Okay. Um, <laughs> So the tour scene plays out like this. You get to the command tent where there's like a clone trooper with his helmet off and a couple other clones there. And they're going over like logistics and like they're on a hollow screen talking to a hologram of Tora on the ship. Tora is in um, one of her command rooms, like without clones in it going over like the Kyber crystals, the mining operation timetables. And she looks stressed. You can hear her cybernetics in person, like grinding away inside her skull. Um, and yeah, the clones are complaining to her, being like, the people here aren't working fast enough, the equipment isn't efficient enough, you need to find a solution so we can get this going. You know, Skywalker, this is what Emperor Skywalker demands, and you need to solve this problem. And Tor's like, I don't like your tone, Tankborn. You don't tell me what to do, all right? If you don't have the resources to handle this, that's your failure, not mine. Get it together. And the clone trooper, like, completely dismissed her. It's like, we don't care what you think. Your Lord Skywalker's charity case. Get it done, witch, or we'll do it for you. Uh, and Tora, at this point, clearly looks like she's at the end of a rope of a much longer conversation you guys stumbled into. And just, you could hear that grinding sound, and those three troopers hold their heads, and two of the troopers' helmets shatter while they're wearing them, and they drop to the floor dead. And the one that's talking to her is clearly, like, bleeding out of the ears and the mouth while holding his head, when a hologram of Anakin Skywalker pops in, I sensed a disturbance in my operation down here. Is everything functioning nominally? And the clone, looking at the dead, looks up at him, no, Lord Skywalker, everything's going fine. 
everything's on schedule. We've cleared out all of the pro- we, We've cleared out any of the interference that we're looking for. Um, you should expect your payload shortly. Very good, trooper. You've done a good job. Leave us. Uh, and as the trooper walks out, the hologram turns to Tora, and in Tora's room, you can see him looking down at the holograms of the dead clones. Tora, what did Master Yoda say about wastefulness? What was that that little parable, that line he always had, you know, in that fun, special way he said it? And Tora looks like she breathes in his own statement. It's like, no, no, shut up. I don't care what he actually said. I don't deal with what old dead losers said. That's your job. My job is to be the emperor of known space. Your job is to keep me happy and not waste my men. Keep yourself in check or you'll end up like Steelhead. And he just ends the call. And you just see her standing there um, with this look of realization that she's absolutely impotent in this in this whole setup now and that things have gone wildly out of control, just fuming as the room around her starts to crack and shatter and like a lot of the metal and machinery just bursts and explodes in a little tiny force tantrum. So, Tor's on the ship, clones oh. are on the ground, that's the setup. Oh no, nice. it was Void was right all along. Who could have possibly predicted <laughs> that Anakin Skywalker was a huge piece of shit? That's so strange for Star Wars. <laughs> that's so uh, lovely character. Right? Anakin Skywalker, Emperor of the Known Galaxy, the chosen one. <laughs> Him calling himself that just makes it better, worse. <laughs> He's the holy tyrant. That's yeah. another thing he calls himself. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Anakin. But Anakin, what is holy? I don't know. Ask the angels. It's like, what is holy? His will. Why is he a tyrant? Because he makes a because cho- he frees you from having to make the choices you're usually burdened with. He has been burdened with glorious purpose. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. So that's my setup for Rotor's current uh, situation and the situation on the ground with the Spider and Snake Alliance. Uh, uh, Oom93, if you want to jump on in with your entrance, go for it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, I, that's right. We're, so we're going to aim for making the uh, clearing of the path. That's um, right. Either by, like, both, probably a mixture of, like, sending the troops kind of like in one direction while uh um and uh void if he's with um where's void with um with um okay uh well while we basically go and kind of like just snipe out the uh the stragglers who are you know doing their jobs <laughs> they should definitely be guarding this area we need them to not be okay all right um so you're gonna encounter clone troopers you're gonna have to deal with um how do you want to go about that? There's going like are, are you already starting the chaos with the prisoners, or is that not come yet? That's going to come after we clear the way for them because I I don't want them to get caught in the crossfire. I don't want a bunch okay. of tired guests route, people just be like the escape route yeah. is uh, stationed with loyal alert clone troopers with weapon emplacements and guard towers and shit. So how do you want to go about dismantling that? Oh boy, is there hmm. Will he go to the open grave pit, raise the dead, and just send them as meat oh. shields on them? Yeah, okay. How does do that, that work, <laughs> How does that work? I guess Void with a Law just flies over to, you know, where the dead bodies are, 
and starts you know filling them in with the you know darkness from beyond the stars and you know raising them up as you know deadites from the mass and- grave that they probably have so you fill yeah. a bunch of dead bodies Oof. with Kandarian demons <laughs> yeah which is uh, what they're Oom canonically be... called in this universe they are demons from the Zepho homeworld of Kandar awesome yeah. <laughs> uh, Oom will be uh, offering uh... like cover fire for that like Oom and you know Oom's uh, they're Oom 93 and they're uh, they're just the droids that they have picked up along the way you know we, they, they all set up in, yeah. in placements and stuff so basically once the dead start moving, we can start moving with them. Now, I do have to point out, these are not shambling, uh, stupid zombies. These are corpses that have been infused with the type of demons from the evil dead. These things are fast, malicious, and torture-y. They enjoy doing violence, and they enjoy being malicious. So once they start getting up, they start swarming in, like, predator packs to, like, find people who are, you know, isolated and alone and pick them off. Yeah, so we're not going to let people out of the uh, prison until we have a clear way out. <laughs> okay, oh, no. uh, I'm going to assume you're going to run into conflict with some clone troopers. Like, there's going to be a squad of clone troopers that tags you two and is going to start opening fires. So that's a threat coming down oh, the pipe. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try to uh, overcome the uh, the shooting, basically, like, giving covering fire, helping uh, make sure that the ritual goes off without a hitch. Sure. Uh, I'm going to use the very standard loadout of a gang of horde troopers. Uh, where the fuck did that guy that makes troopers not jokes go? Did I delete his stat block? Like a, I think I just deleted his stat block like a fool. Uh, no. garage. Brilliant commander, horde yeah. archers, horde elite, horde knight, horde lockdown. Um... It's on page two or page one of the uh, spiders and snakes scratch pad is where you put like the different trooper types. Damn it. Cause like, no, there's an empire troop that I need. Yeah. Here we go. Mm. The captain. Okay. Captain. I got to have these uh, fucking fools nearby loaded up, ready to Commander. go ready to fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're going to spill over onto page two. Unfortunately, I just can't prevent that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's a captain who like immediately makes uh, you know elite troopers super good. There's elite troopers there. There's going to be gangs of them clearly. Uh, and yeah, they're here. N- none of them is going to be in a large amount of people because you've already started to thin that out with your uh, invading this planet. Also, because I you know awesome. improv this badly, uh, that conversation between the clones, Tor, and Anakin were about the invasion that's happening. And I completely forgot to mention it because uh, it's very ad libbed. <laughs> it's a very loose style of storytelling. So that okay, that was that... like a central argument they had. Mm-hmm. Oopsie doozle, and that happens too. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you got soldiers that are firing at you. What are you up to? Uh, so I was going to overcome their uh, firing at us to okay, uh, try to do. stop that cut. Go for it. Right. And you have that power where Dice. if you overcome stuff, it like overcomes for everyone, right? Yes. All right. I did get a mixed success. Um, I got a seven and eight. I got a nine because I'm using my courage instead of my blood. Um, and because I got a seven, it means I can heal. Or I can uh, use get away. And if I used get away, get there quietly, 
grab someone nearby and bring them with you. I'm wondering if I could grab uh, um, Void after uh, they finish the uh, ritual and get us yeah. to where like, basically we want to go, and then we can sandwich the clone troopers and make this a big problem for them. Okay. Get advantage so... on them. <laughs> All right, so uh, that overcome, that just affects, like, everyone. Like, no one's going to get shot by this because you have, like, shields and bodies you can throw in front of it. Because you're the Shattered. Mm-hmm. Which is a playbook people should check out in book four. It's fantastic. Oh, I want to get some time it's playing so the Shattered good. at some point. Yeah. Highly recommend play it. Col- <laughs> play a colony of Lego people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just snaking. Constantly build, building, unbuilding, and rebuilding <laughs> to move. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that stops them from being able to shoot you guys, which gives you guys some sort of action you can take against them. So how do you want to do that? Um, do you want me to pass the uh, uh, spotlight over to uh, you, Peter? If you want well, to you uh, have, have something, your guys do go ahead. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking... I, I don't have anything off the top of my head. Well, you know what we could do? Can we can always go to Lamnar. Hmm. Oh, Good. yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the ship. Okay. So, Lamnar, you're on the ship with your Mandalorians you brought with you. You know, uh, uh, Dom is there with maybe, like, a couple other guys. Altogether, there are probably, like, one little group of Mandalorian stat blocks. You know, it's probably, like, three stats for three Mandalorians. Okay. Uh, so, what do you do? What's your next move up here? All right, so we get off the ship, and I we get off the ship, and I basically reach through my pack and pull out the can a canister, which I unscrew, and out from it comes a bunch of marble-sized little robots, my nanobot swarm, I call AU, mm-hmm. and they're just like flying around me. And I'm like, okay, okay, boys, I need you to go into the computers, like go into like go into the computer systems, and just. Get me the schematic. Give me the schematics of where everything is, as I do use them to do a look closely. All right, go for it. What are we doing here? Yeah, look closely is clearly meant to establish the scene so everyone knows what we're doing. And I'm like, I'm just frustrated I haven't seen that before. Okay, well, would that also be getting a map of like where like Tano is on the ship and where the like, uh, yeah, controls are, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So rolling sense that uh, that is that is an eight. Alrighty. So what do you want to see about this place? You get three questions. One of them is the hard way, of course, but we'll kind of go back and forth on that. What's happening? Uh, I want to know how, where I can. Uh, where is the deck? Where can I take control of the ship? There. Uh, okay, where do you, uh, wait, wait, let, let's go back to that first one. Where do you want to take control of the ship? I don't necessarily want to be in the deck because that's the obvious place. I just think that if we want to seize the ship, we first have to get rid of the troops inside of it. Yeah. Which would be done either by creating a false alarm in the central like bay loading area. And when they all come there to, when like the, 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 start getting their forces there to contain whatever threat is there, we can just 
open up the loading bay and just dump them into space. Or Exactly like in Avatar The Last Airbender. They did that, like, I think twice. <laughs> I think they do that in, like, every show with a spaceship or an airship of some sort. Right? Um, that's somebody's birthday today. That's the plan. Exactly. And we can have... <laughs> <laughs> so, really, I just need to... I don't really need to seize the controls. I need to seize the alarm system and the deck controls, which... All right, that sounds that like just, security. Were, Where do you think that would be, and how exactly, well-protected do you think it would be? Uh, security, I think, would be... Uh, I honestly don't know where. It'd just be somewhere on the ship we'd have to get to. And it'd okay. be pretty well-protected. Like, not super well-protected, but it would have guards there for sure. All right, so uh, that answers question, that. Yeah, second question is, how can we get there safely? Uh, I'm assuming you're going to try and go through vents and stuff, right? Yes. Would there be anything that would complicate your character uh, getting to that place safely? Like, if they had to be forced out of the vents, they're a big, obvious threat, clearly, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a giant cyborg Kaminoan monster, so... If okay. the vents are too small, it'd be a bit more difficult to screw my way. Actually, no, I have Mika with me. He's, he's too big to really go through some of the smaller vents, but I can sort of just burrow my way through them if need be. Okay. So we may have to like jump into hallways and then jump into other vents. Yeah, or do the Jeffrey's tubes or do like elevator shafts and shit, right? Yeah. Okay, that sounds solid. Uh, so my next question would be, what's your third question? <laughs> Where's Tano? And thus leading to the, I think, be, the hard way or... What would be interesting for her to be? Like, I, I could just have her be in her own room that you can go in and attack her, or she could be somewhere. Like, would, is there an interesting place she could be that would make the scene more fun? Do you want her to find us when we get to security, or do you think you want her to find us on our way to security? How about on your way to security? Yeah, okay. No, I got a scene for that, and I got a hard way for it. Perfect. Okay. Bickety-bam, we're in business. So here's how this is going to play out. You get off that shuttle and you'll see the Tano scene that played out when you're in the vents. You know, like you'll see that happen. It hasn't happened to you yet, obviously, but it will. So just assume it does happen once you enter the vents. A cutscene plays and you hit skip. Um, so you get out of the ship. You're going to go in the vents. Uh, what the fuck are you going to do with Meathead? He's huge. First problem. Meathead can stay inside the dock bay to be part of the distraction. When we send him an alarm, he can just create a distraction so then when everyone is coming to converge in the area to stop him and maybe some of Dom's Mandalorians they well, then we send him a second alarm for them to hunker down while we open up the bay and drop everyone Meathead else out raises of space his hand. There. yes why don't I just call everyone say, here because they know me because we're co-workers because they're working with Anakin now and actually because <laughs> like they're co-workers I look, at him I, look, I look at him and like yeah fair enough we still need to get control of the uh, security yeah. room to be able to open up the door the, the bay door so we still need to do that I'm going to throw this but, out to you yeah. we have set the precedent that the spider snake science is very loose with traitors like remember how Void of the Without and U93 kept betraying you guys, betraying the Spider-Man 6 Nines constantly, and they kept letting them come back to work the next day? Uh, no <laughs> one might have taken Meathead... No one would have probably said that Meathead's a traitor. Like, I don't think anyone noticed. Okay, actually... <laughs> I think he works that here works. still. Can we, can, we, 
Can we bookmark that? Actually, like, can I, we just I, go back to work. Actually, yeah. Okay. Actually, Mihai, do you want to just go to the security, go to security like normal, and we'll just follow you through the events? Okay. And he'll start walking to security. Along the way, a troop's like, Meathead, is that you? Uh, yeah. Where have you been? Around. Ah, I'm not going to ask any more questions. And they'll move on. I just, I just look, up, look down at my hands, look up. I'm like, am I going this insane? Was, this would have been so much more complicated. No. no. Guys, the bimbo theory of Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's worth re-talking about, but I have the bimbo theory of Star Wars, where there's only three types of characters in a Star Wars story. Himbos, bimbos, and Emperor Palpatine, who is as smart as a normal person from our world. And <laughs> if you look at every character from a sliding scale of bimbo to himbo, like, you know, they, they have a bit of everything, but no Palpatine-ness in them. Every single plot in, like, all the Star Wars stories makes so much more sense. It's just like a Mom and Dad Saved the World. If you haven't Never seen, seen that, that, you should watch that. Oh my gosh, you should watch it. It's so good. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. Is that like Mars Needs Moms? Uh, no. Because I haven't seen that. Um, I only know about it because a trailer for it played before the Men in Black VHS we had out of camp. Men in Black 2 VHS, I think. Anyway, moving on. Uh, head is able to effortlessly move through security while you have to j- jump through vents and shit. Uh, along the way, he runs into Tora. Like, she's just walking through the hallway, looks, and it's like, get out of the way, Meathead. Walks down, like, a cross-section, turns around, comes back. What are you doing here, Meathead? Uh, uh, boring conversation anyway. He's starting to back up slowly, looking around. She's pressing the issue. over a good soldier follows orders. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way of the force. Uh, he's, actually, he's floundering out there. Great, I have a great idea for this. Did we hear that conversation with her and Anakin? Yeah. No, you, you got that whole cutscene. We got that whole cutscene? Okay, perfect. You know what she's like, walking You know that she's pissed. Yeah, I, I just uh, come out of one of the vents behind her, scurry around so that I'm hanging upside down from the ceiling, and I'm like, hello, Tano. She looks up at you. She looks at Meathead. And then realizes that whole conversation about like the attack and stuff that's happening. And she like makes a gesture to get closer. Yeah, I just... my uh, <laughs> The centipede body lowers me down closer to her so we're face-to-face. It's like this Aku monster. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. What's going it's on? Funny buddy? Too, it's funny too because we had a whole like discussion bond in like season one where we actually discussed like philosophy and the empire and the ends and the means. Right? That was a whole great thing. Anyway, she gets back down and uh, she has a thing called a loof mastermind, which lets her spring a trap at any location. She can trigger at any time, uh, which she'll set off as soon as you get close enough. The alarms go off and the security grates shut down here. And she whispers to you, she whispers to you, I'm a hostage. Please rescue me. And stabs you for necrotic damage. (laughs) Okay. All right, and then guards uh, start flooding, start convening on your location, and turrets start coming out of the ceiling and scanning you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. I differently than I thought I wanted to talk to her first, but okay. 
Well, this is she wants works. to talk to you too, but she doesn't want to get murdered by Anakin Skywalker. She's a hostage. You got to save her. Fighting and talking. Fighting like, and talking. Like, like right, the next. I... If if there was another line, she'd be like, "Yes, I think I'm willing to quit now." <laughs> can we? Do I? Can I over, overcome the damage? Do I just take it straight? Anyway, we can just switch switch the spotlight over to you. Uh, oh, she hard cuts you. Right, okay. All right. So All right, I think this is a good point to switch scenes. Or... Spotlight back to Jonathan and go, and Co. What are you guys up to? So now that we've uh, gotten to where the people are like being held, yeah. Um, and actually, uh, possibly like behind their lines, like that might that might have actually been like the happy uh, the happy goal of like now now we're on the other side of their fortifications. So as the zombie or sorry, as the demon horde. <laughs> they apparently are is like getting shot up from the front uh we just got some uh clear shots from behind that we're just gonna start taking all right i say shots but like i'm also a melee weapon like it's it's not gonna be good for them i hope or it could be great for them and uh we could roll poorly all right. Who knows? So, yeah, uh, soldiers are going to come in. They're going to try and get you guys. How do you want to deal with them? Are, you're by where the people are being held, right? Yeah. Like the, okay. we're, again, they're not. They're not out yet. We're just there. Like we're we're, we're not. We are. We are where they. We are not supposed to be. Yeah, there are definitely soldiers here, and they're definitely like you know getting a little antsy. Like these are clones; they're not monsters. They're not going to like just start killing slaves uh, or prisoners of war because that's just not what they're like. Um, but like they're going to get antsy and start trying to shoot you guys if they once they recognize that you're here and what you're doing. They they know what you guys are now, okay. not in the supernatural and, uh, sense. In the that you're rebels, they know what the Rebel Alliance is. Yeah, they 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 know us. They've seen us in the uh, dossier. <laughs> this is close Watch enough out for these guys. This is literally close enough to New Hope that they know about uh, that old clone, that old Ark trooper or clone commander Rex working for the Rebel Alliance, uh, drumming up trouble as an old soldier uh, for the Galactic Empire. Like they know about the Rebel Alliance. Uh, so, are we dealing with like all? I think it's four, like the soldier, the trooper, the warmonger, and the captain. That's basically what uh, well, we have to deal with. You know what? I'm going to say that you have a... You're probably not going to have a brilliant commander. I'm going to put an asterisk next to what's on the field. Uh, so let's say we have a lockdown, because they're going to be you know locking people down, uh, an exclusive knight, and just a gang of troopers. So those three things. A knight, a lockdown, and, some, and a gang of troopers. Oh, there we are. So protects the area. Nobody can move through a group. And anyone trying to keep busy fails. Okay. And knight. Uh, knight's attacks are giant. And we have to damage a cool armor twice. Very cool. Yeah. So and knight's probably like, a, like a, an arc trooper with like a kitted out piece of gear. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um. And what's... Okay, gang. I see you. Put that in. Awesome. Gang, group, gang, or army. Okay. Yeah, they're the guards of the then, area. Um, Okay, then I will. Uh, do we have advantage over them since we um, we basically probably like just flew into like I think we both fly. Like if there's you like guys... a number of ways. 
Uh, all right. Can you can you give me a justification by spending a resource of some kind, or maybe taking away some narrative momentum that you might have? Like, you know, let's say they're used to the zombies by now. If you want to drop in with advantage, or let's say that they're anticipating uh, things. I don't know. What can you give me to give yourself that advantage without just like giving it to you for free? What would what would make things have stakes here? I have a part. So I have parts. There we go. Um, ah, okay. One of my parts is useful. Yeah, so okay. I will spend a useful part. I'm going to assume that's like a battle droid. Edible. No, I got a better one. I got a better one for you for parts. It's one of your gonk droids. It just like, it's going to mosey on in where these troopers are and detonate. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I was going to say like we like get like a barrier up or something, but yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so the troopers just, just hang now like, talking about, you know, uh, it's just like the good old days, right? It is just like the good old days, trooper. I can't believe we're fighting under General Skywalker. I never got to fight under Skywalker. I was born afterwards. Oh, you missed a golden age. General Skywalker's the best. He's the, such a great commanding leader. I agree. He's also a great leader. Look at his hair. His hair really sells it. Mm-hmm. And then, gonk, gonk, and then a <laughs> whine sound. Hey, look at this little guy. What are you up to? Boom. Then there's a ringing in people's ears. Some of the people's helmet visors are shattered. There's tinnitus everywhere. And you're in. What's happening? Just covered in tinnitus. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as we go in, um, Oom 93, I think it, he just they just jump into melee with him. Um, All right. It's kind of a nightmare. It's, I'd say I'm it's not nightmare. quite General Grievous. It's, it's like, what if General <laughs> Grievous was a big stompy robot? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was describing him when they fought him in the future vision demon scene last session. <laughs> so a, a a not dreadnought just shows up and uh, starts attacking clone troopers. We're basically just like making our toys kiss, going. Um, finish these fools. That is a that is a nine. Right. So deal damage. I deal some damage. It's not piercing or anything. Uh, I will. Uh. Oh, nope. I will not, because I have not have time to... Uh... Well, actually, okay. I think I used my necrotic weapon against R2, but I rolled a 10 and just killed it. So yeah. does that... No, you're fine. Does that still use it? No, you're okay. fine. You don't, then, you don't then waste I will use it in Fellowship. Fellowship is, is forgiving <laughs> that way. Yeah. Uh, really? I will use that to target the, uh, the Horde Knight with a necrotic weapon. Oh god, like, what does Necrotic do to NPCs? It's been a while. Despair. Oh. And what does Despair do to NPCs? Oh, they I think they, um, they have Despair, which means they can never succeed at any action. Awesome. Yeah. And I think I described the... Uh, <laughs> I described the Necrotic weapon. It's, it's described as melee, but it's basically just like a disruptor. One of those dumb things that shoots you and kills you slowly for no reason. It's yeah, and like despair isn't isn't necessarily fear. <laughs> it's like being so grievously wounded that you give up the fight because you're you go into shock. So yeah, you just run up and stab this arc trooper in front of all the clothes they're getting their bearings. Like, like it's like a scene from Metalocalypse or from like a really violent like one of those really violent kind of cartoons where they really amp it up. Oh, we were just watching something that got like just super over the top, and I don't remember what it was anymore. It wasn't mm -hmm. Rick and Morty. It was like yeah, a, a more recent show. But like, yeah, yeah I don't know where, 
not super chill i haven't seen that shit but like you run in as a big augmented scary b1 battle droid and just walk up to an arc trooper and stab him or it's like a short range weapon you just shoot him in the stomach and he hits the ground writhing and the rest of them are like getting their bearings people are scrambling for their weapons a dude's putting his helmet on there's a trooper in the background like holding his head rocking back and forth uh it's chaos and again, they do that thing where they look with their angry red droid eyes and that low voice, Roger, Roger. Oh my god. <laughs> Pete, what are you up to? Well, I guess I can keep people busy because we're as a little light so I can boogeyman something. Maybe I need to point something out to you, Peter. This planet was hit yep. by a super weapon. It does not have consistent lighting. It's mostly cloud cover and darkness, highlighted by fire and molten metal. It's it's your element here, dog. Go do that thing that you do so well. <laughs> well, in order for me to kill people, I need to have them uh, separate in the darkness. But if they're outside of light, I can uh, keep them busy no matter who they are. So I guess I'll keep the uh, horde trooper gang busy to set up something for Um. Sure thing. Also, you can pick people off because a lot of people did get separated because a, a concussion thing went off. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, not like individual people are stats, actually, so. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's like that's happening. Okay, that's 10 plus, so I'm keeping them busy being a wraith, you know, trying to just teleport okay. around and making them try to shoot me all around and missing. A goddamn insidious or the conjuring demon starts fucking with these guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, they're going to rally and oh yeah, a James Wan style demon basically because I, I just learned recently that he did <laughs> Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring, the Annabelle movies. He's done all of it. Lights Out. It's fucking crazy. Uh, he did all those recent horror movies where it's like a cinematic super big universe. It's awesome. So yeah, one of those monsters nice. is what you're acting like, and you just wreck house on them and terrorize them and throw them around. Um, they're going to rally and start trying to open fire on you guys. Peter, are you hurtable? Like, can I actually damage you in any way? Well, can you damage a forest ghost? No. Like, I have no one I'm... here who could do that other than like Anakin, Tora, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's just... your answer. All right, I'm just, I'm just checking in on that. Like, if a bomb explodes, will the bomb hurt you? If like, you know, a bunch of lava gets poured where you are, will that hurt you? Uh, let's see. I cannot touch anything or anyone. Everything passes to me. So, okay, yeah, I don't no, think it, that's I... you know that's works. I'd have to do psychological damage, and that that's really hard in the specific way we're playing this game. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. It's not a horror game like the other one. Right. All right, Insuling, what do you got for us? Because you got threats coming down I the thought pike. That, I thought that there was a talk sense. Oh, wait, not. Wait. Talk sense is S for help. I thought there was another one. Speak softly. Yeah. Okay. One. Is it speak softly? That... That's like for one one conversations here. All right. Um. I'm going to try to basically get them to um, stand down. That's not like finish them with. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a finish uh, them. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's that's the uh, that is the scene that I'm going to be working towards then. Um, 
with a wisdom, I guess. Yeah. Right. And the way that I'm going to be setting that up is just like I just did super violence. I mean, Pete's, and, Pete um, also is keeping them busy, which should give you advantage, I think, to oh, true, true, justify true. that. Okay. Then, yeah, I will attempt to finish him again, but this time I'll use Wisdom to basically call for a surrender in uh, big, scary, dreadnought voice, except, you know, it's still saying things that an Oom93 would say in that unjustifiably... Uh, what's the word I used before? The unjustifiably... Like, certain of themselves? Confidence. There we go. Unearned confidence. Unearned confidence. There, yep, there it like, is. Uh, like so how Kevin Federline lives every day of his life. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's like, I was married to Britney, I was ma- married to Britney Spears once. I was yeah, a rapper for her. a while. Yeah, he stole her kids. Yeah, oof. Didn't know about that. Moving, moving I on. I did roll an 11, though. <laughs> <laughs> So I rolled an 11, and since I'm a gang, or so, sorry, since I'm a, I think I'm a group, um, I could affect, like, more than one, like, person. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that to, like, the, to the, the horde and the, uh, or to the, to the lockdown, to the, just the horde trooper. Horde lockdown, horde trooper. Wait, are you using eh. wisdom to forge a bond with them? Yeah. You piece of I'm, shit. I'm attempting to get them to. I, I'm attempting to get them to surrender because, like, like you said, like they're clone troopers and like they're loyal to Anakin, but they're not mindless slaves. Yeah. And like, um, you know, they they follow orders, but there's like you, if know, you want them to a surrender. Self preservation. If you want them to surrender, that's with grace. Oh, with grace. Okay. Uh. Yeah. They will admit defeat and not challenge you again. That's what a surrender is, right? That's what happens when you say uncle. You admit that you've lost and you give up. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, then I rolled a nine. Ah, sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they do only have one stat. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right, <laughs> uh, so that was a lockdown in the troopers? Yeah. Okay, you wiped the entire scene. The... Everyone here is now disabled. Perfect. Okay, now I think we can start moving people. Okay, yeah, people will start to organize and move with you and stuff and, like, move through that, uh, uh, the, the clear corridor you've set up and we'll move back to the ship. So, Lamnar, uh, you're gonna, what I've queued up is machine guns are just gonna start shooting where you are, uh, and clones are gonna start flooding into open fire, and then Tora's going to, quote-unquote, escape, uh, into a different part of the ship. So, what do you have in response to that? All right. First of all, I took I took necrotic damage. Does one of the things count as just suffering a setback? Because that's what this whole thing is. Uh, I I don't sure why. For what reason? Well, What's where's it coming from? For, uh, pay a, when I take two damage, I pay a price, right? Or is that just literally just two damage directly? You took one damage. Necrotic. It's been a while since I necrotic necrotic damage is marked twice, so that's why I'm. Confused. Yeah, but it's not like by... pay a price. There's, there's that doesn't interact with the pay mark... price. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I misunderstood that then. So I just yeah. you mark the same the one stop twice, pretty much. Or... Yeah, oh, or just okay. put like a or just put like an N for necrotic. Okay, I misunderstood that then. Okay, that makes things easier. Uh, following up, can I grab Tano while we escape, just so she can't just 
run away? Um, yeah, you can do that. Like, you can try. Like, she's going to make a show of fighting back and stuff, so... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to talk sense and whisper to her, play along, while we mock fight and I grab her with my centipede tail and book it. All right, uh, it'll be talk sense, but also you got those uh, turret rounds coming at you. All right, so talk so sense would be yeah. Let's do the talk sense first, and then uh, basically the turret thing's going to resolve. That is a twelve. Okay, talk sense. What do we do with talk sense? It's been a little while. Uh, okay, first, what did you roll with? I roll a sense. Uh, detail your plan in their place in it, and they'll do as you ask to the best of their ability. Okay, yeah, no, they'll do as you ask to the best of their ability. Okay, yeah, they'll play along with you uh, and now take damage from turret shooting you. Okay, uh, can I, I'm just going to say it hits my, I'm going to spend one of my web for armor and... It's going to just damage that armor. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so what's your next move? Clones are going to start coming in soon, uh, and the turrets are going to, you know, continue firing, but Tora is basically going to let you kidnap her. Okay. Uh, because, again, I am a Tor- I'm Toric, so my lower body is just a giant centipede monstrosity. <laughs> uh, I want to say that part of it's just going to wrap around... Uh, uh, shit. Just... Parvis is going to wrap it around Tora, and I'm going to put, hold a hold, quote unquote, a knife to her chest, so this looks like I'm kidnapping her, and then just book it with Meathead, scurrying along the ceiling like the monster I am as we try and rush to, as we try and uh, we roll to uh, these moves. I keep we roll getaway to getaway. That's the one. Honestly, I. Can't keep this name straight in my head. Really so, get away. At the same time, I also radio Dom and the Mandalorians and ask them if they can c- distract the troops and bring him closer to the loading bay like we originally planned. Yeah, right. They'll try to tail him back. It's like, sure thing, boss. We'll do yeah. it or die trying. All right. Rolling to get away. That is with Grace. It is a seven. So, All right. Pick your option from the uh, list. Because I'm Toric, do I need to grab someone to bring them with you? I thought that. Let me see if it's not done automatically. Yeah, you might. Have I can a trick. always take someone with me. Yeah, perfect. Ha ha ha. Yeah. So uh, I get there. Do I want to draw no attention or avoid harm along the way? I think we want their attention to be drawn by Dom and the Mandalorians. So we're just going to draw. Uh, we're just going to try and stealth it while we're taking damage. Good. Take if, harm from the turrets. <laughs> Take harm okay. along the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Okay, perfect. You escape with Tora. So now you can have a conversation with her as you're in the run through the ceilings. For the harm, I think I'm going to just damage the... Uh, we can damage equipment, right? Or yeah. gear? Well, uh, you, no, no. Damage is damage. You were taking damage to a stat. So unless you got a thing stat. to weasel your way out of it, like with armor or something, uh, it goes to one of your stats. Uh, no, I think I'm just, I, yeah, I think I'm fine. I'll just damage one of my stats. Okay, so, I'm with Tano while I'm holding her, and I just, like, slowly, like, pull the knife back so it doesn't actually... Uh, yeah, I assume you're just uh, in the suit vents now, and you guys yeah. are just fucking traveling. Like, it's not, like, a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I look back to her, I was like, okay, so, what's going on? 
Uh, Anakin Skywalker is a high-functioning sociopath. Thinking back to the war crimes he supposedly did not commit. Yes, yes. Okay, I can believe that. <laughs> now, that wouldn't be a problem because, you know, Maul and Steelhead were balancing him out. But Maul is gone for some reason. And Steelhead uh, doesn't do well with Anakin on his own for some reason. I haven't been able to figure it out. Okay, so... What's this I heard about Emperor Anakin? The troopers are talking about that. Oh, yeah, the clones call him that now. It's great. He's talking about how maybe the Sith Empire had the right idea with the Holy Tyrant making all the freeing everyone from decisions and will and, you know, ruling for them. Yeah, he's real into it these days. So even if you guys take down the Emperor, you're just going to have a new Emperor in the works. Okay. You, I mean, it's so it's all the plan? same. It's all the same plan. We're still trying to kill the emperor, but it's spiraling out of control now that Anakin's here. He has different plans. Yeah, well, the same plans, but he's taking them in directions we didn't really anticipate. You're planning for the empire with emperor gone, for the empire to fall, and there would be a republic, but with a new emperor right in the wings, that's not really going to work. I mean, I don't really care about that either way. I, I'm really focused on that first part, knocking the dominoes over, and Anakin didn't seem like the worst choice for force-using ruler of the galaxy, but um, he, he's, he's definitely taking it further than, we, than, than I would have liked. And unlike the, rest, one, yeah, yeah, unlike the rest of these uh, pathetic Slimos I've been working with, he's the chosen one. Meaning... Do you not know anything about anything about Jedi? I worked in Kaminoa. I know clones, engineering, warships. I don't know mythology here. I know he was a, Anakin, a skilled general during the war. Anakin but, Skywalker like, was you're found, all wizards, so Anakin Skywalker was found on a desert planet and was an immaculate birth. They trained him in the Jedi Order, and there were prophecies that he, the chosen one, would arrive and unite the entire galaxy under the the lights under the Jedi Order and the light side of the Force, banishing the dark forever, and finally bringing balance to the galaxy. Uh, it's come up a bunch of times. I, I just I was looking. I, I just turned my head to look at her as as I that I'm processing that. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, and he plans to do that by becoming the Holy Tyrant. Yeah, someone taught him about the Sith. I don't know where he would have gotten that information from. It's not the kind of stories Jedi would tell you, but he knows all sorts of things about how they used to rule, and he's taken a liking to it. So he has to be stopped. Okay, okay, that's... <sighs> Shit, we have to... Okay, okay. One emperor right, at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one emperor. <laughs> one, em- one emperor at a time. Okay, so are you are you willing to work with us to take down Anakin and stop this madness going on on this planet? Yeah, we need to get out of here. Uh, yeah, can we hijack uh, this? I'm out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Glad uh, glad to have you aboard. Can uh, where uh, just look. Looking around, we're trying to get rid of. We're trying to basically just dump all the troopers currently on the ship and hijack it. Do you have the access codes for the security room? Yeah. Perfect. Let's go there then. Okay. As we continue along our way. All right. I, I you... can't think of anything else to ask her right now. Actually, wait. I mean... no, yes. While we're going, I do want to ask one thing. What happened to Steelhead? 
Steelheads, uh, there's a, the the Empire has an installation around the star in this system that Steelhead's spearheading the reconnaissance on. All of the Imperial soldiers and staff left after whatever they did to Jetta, and we're trying to figure out why. Uh, we think they're doing something to the star. We think there might be a failsafe of some sort, but we haven't gotten that deep into it yet. The situation has been chaotic and unplanned. But Steelhead's vulnerable right now. Hmm. You think he's going to be willing to work with us to take down Anakin as well? Look, you've already found the best member of the Alliance to work with. Let's not push our luck here. You know, just you and I. <laughs> no more lawyers. I just smile. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then while I'm here, while we're just traveling, I just like nod at that. I just like smile at that. And just while we're going, I just ask, what's the plan with all these crystals? You're, you're taking all these kyber crystals from this planet. What do you intend to do? Gener General Skywalker was called many things during the war. Original was not one of them. He has enough information and data and that miserable little monster machine of his, that pet uh, has enough technical know-how that he's going to replicate the weapon they're building on a smaller scale. He says he doesn't need to kill worlds, just blow up capital centers. You have the schematics for the weapon that destroyed this planet? No, he's been able to backwards engineer the technology just using logical leaps. What, the, the thing with the weapon they built is once you know what they're doing, the technology for it just kind of reveals itself. It's quite fascinating, actually. Once you sort of know what the key components are, you can sort of backwards engineer anything you want from it. We don't need to blow up a planet or destroy a galactic plate. We just need something strong enough to punch through defense shields and nuke city centers. And what was the weapon? Something bigger than that. A world killer. They strip mine this place of kyber crystals for it, and we're just taking whatever they left behind that's left in the planet for the, a smaller scale version. It's not original. It doesn't have to be. Okay. I'm just thinking about the consequences of having that sort of a weapon in the hands of spiders or snakes and the hands of holy tyrant Anakin. Yeah, he'll combine it with our webway system. Don't you ever wonder how we can get around so quickly? We have a series of travel gates that allow you to cut the distance in between two points in space. His whole plan is to build an installation in some cut-off part of the galaxy no one can get to and fire on targets through holes. He won't have to get into orbit. He won't You're have right. to get in position. He'll just paint a target and drop it on them. He'll have a gun to the head of every city in the galaxy. Yeah, it would be ingenious if it wasn't so over the top. My, my, my mouth is sort of open while I'm just, like, taking in the full horror and potential of this technology. <laughs> like, like guys, uh, it's literally the black song from Supreme Commander. I, uh, I actually stole this from another unoriginal thing. This is how um, um, the god of Mechanicus world in D&D &D works. Like, He's like Mechagod or Mechanico or whatever. And he has a giant gun with a Stargate in front of the barrel. And whenever he hates someone, they dial up the Stargate <laughs> and fire around through it. That's all Anakin's doing. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. He's just going to hide I, I somewhere. Keep thinking of <laughs> I keep thinking of Loda from Schlock Mercenary, the long gunner of the apocalypse. I don't. I don't know Schlock Mercenary at all. I've never interacted with it other than just knowing its name. 
Oh, this is also stealing from Star Trek DS9, where they take a sniper rifle and combine it with a X-ray vision scope and a teleporter, and they're like, yeah, we just teleport the bullet five centimeters away from their skull at full velocity, and it takes care of Kennedy for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. That's all Anakin's gonna do. He's gonna build a smaller scale Death Star laser and just shoot it through wormholes at people he hates, and then drop clone troopers in that he mass produces. He has a fully completed plan to fight the Empire. This is it. I mean, it was, it's not a bad plan if it wasn't for Anakin being the one in charge, apparently. <laughs> so he's fully a Yeah, I mean, Saw uh, had it right. Anakin yeah. likes Saw Anakin personally trained... <laughs> Anakin personally uh, lobbied for the Jedi Council to train domestic terrorists and give them all the skills and like technology and tactics that the Jedi could provide. He likes Saw. <laughs> and smuggle weapons through their, you know, peace blockade, something, something. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, no. You guys think Anakin has that any, sucks. like... Has any like morals about war crimes or like 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 fucking you know the right way to fight a galactic war? No, he doesn't. Watch all of Clone Wars. He never every single time like stopping before it becomes a war crime comes up. Anakin's like slams his fist on the table. But why can't we commit a war crime, brother, dad? Yeah, <laughs> it keeps happening. Yeah. Uh, what if war crimes? So Anakin's big plan, if you don't stop it, is uh, there's a move that uh, empires can take where if they hate a location, they give you 10 minutes warning and then it gets nuked off the map. And he's going to do that for any place you guys hang out in from here on until you stop him. So enjoy, dickheads. Slimos. <laughs> yeah, so we need to stop this now if we can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with that info, is that enough to swing the spotlight back to the ground team, or do you want to keep going to the security center? I, I think that's enough to swing the spotlight. I think we have answered enough questions for now. <laughs> like, it wasn't hard to get Steelhead on board with this plan after Maul mysteriously went missing, because Tora helped Anakin get the coordinates for uh, Zigzag and drop him on Maul. <laughs> How do you think Zigzag got to Camino so fast? They dropped him in orbit from a wormhole. Anakin has a special connection with animals sometimes, and he was able to calm him down. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Anakin got Maul out of the way, specifically so he could take over the Alliance, specifically so he could be in charge, so he could nuke cities whenever he wants and be surrounded by, uh, uh, what do you call them? Loyal and sycophantic clone troopers. They could be a holy tyrant and rule the galaxy alone. <laughs> no, he doesn't he even need other people. Either he just has clones that do whatever he says. Yeah. And like, again, they unfrozen from cryophreeze at the end of season one. And that was largely the worst thing they could have ever possibly done. Because he's far more competent at this than they were. <laughs> What? You want three to five people making decisions all the time? What? No, kill those guys and I'll make all the decisions. And I'm always right. I'm the chosen one. I'm destined to succeed. I was never wrong in my entire life. I have never made a single mistake in my entire life once. <laughs> Says the guy with robot legs. It's an yeah. improvement. Yeah. Um... Uh... 
So uh, we'll swing the spotlight back to the ground team. So you're ferreting people to that launch pad. Uh, is there a ship in that area already that you're going to get people onto? Yeah, I think we were going to use one of the ships that they were using to uh, like haul supplies. Like assuming that they have like like a like a cycle of shuttles that are basically just like moving stuff up. So instead okay. of moving, you know, rock and crystal and whatever, uh, we're moving people. Okay. But in a good uh, way. <laughs> a threat I want to throw your way, since now it's very clear that a war has started, is that um, low-flying aircraft are going to start doing uh, bombing runs across this trench and are going to try to blow up that ship. How do you want to deal with that? Uh, is it just is it just aircraft, like, uh, or is it like their aircraft are trying to do this? Yeah, it's like it's like clone troopers in like you know fighters and aircraft and stuff trying to like g- deal with you jackasses. Awesome. Um, yeah, good thing we're very mobile. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we really are. Um, mm-hmm. oh wait, we really are. Uh, I'm gonna fly up and try to uh, meet them and do melee combat with their bombers. Do battle with the with the ships. Yeah, it's gonna be that scene where the droid lands on the outside of the ship, looks down at the pilot, and possibly like just pulls them out of the cockpit. Perfect. If it goes well, <laughs> this could easily not go well. All right, uh, I'm going to go. No, continue. Go He's gonna. He... Oh, so no. I'm going to go for like smaller fighters to you know just teleport into them, like those Braves from Matrix to just straight into the ship and. You know, take them out from the inside. Awesome. I'm going to tell an anecdote about Nicole that isn't mean if she hears me telling this anecdote. But <laughs> the whole time we were talking about the Matrix and watching the Matrix Reloaded, I'm like, I kept saying the twins, the twins. They can go through this. They can go through that. And she's like, do you mean the vampires? I'm like, no, the twins. You know, the, the, the albino guys with dreadlocks that can turn to wraiths and shit. The twins. It's like, what, that one guy? It's like, no, there are two of them. The twins. And she's like, what twins? And like, it was just this back and forth until she saw them. So you're like, oh, right. Okay. There are twins. There's two of them. I'm like, yes. The twins. They're so indistinct. <laughs> like, like it, it was like this moment where she just, just didn't know just because she hadn't seen the movies in a super long time. But everyone kept calling yeah. them the twins. And I, it was just the, it was just, you don't hear the word. It would just be so weird. Yeah. To be like, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. I don't remember any of these characters having a double. What are, what are you talking about? Right? And then you get to them, you're like, oh, right. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, the most I'm... boring answer. They are just twins. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the implication... Oh, some point, like, well, them. Go on. Uh, the implication is they're actually the same program inhabiting two bodies, because all of the weird supernatural shit in The Matrix Reloaded are programs from the previous version of the matrix called the torture matrix <laughs> where it was basically people were in ravenloft and there were supernaturals everywhere and that didn't go so well so these guys are basically programs that never got officially deleted or returned to the source and are just hanging out in this more grounded mega city reality and are supernaturals that agents hunt down and kill in the merovingian keeps so like they're just supernatural critters from a previous matrix yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like in the mother world, but you're like sorts of creatures from the previous version of this world. Yeah, it's like yeah. what of oh, darkness, but you stop it wasn't keeping secrets and secretly being powerful. You just do cool stuff. Yeah. And Seraph, uh the, the, the dude in white that fights Nero, he was an agent from the first Matrix, the Paradise Matrix, which was like a heaven. Nice. Huh. Yeah. 
But yeah, the twins are actually one entity, they kind of imply, that just shares two bodies. And that's why they're like, we are annoyed, we are upset, and they'll talk to each other because, you know, why not? They're kind of weird. They're the twin playbook. <laughs> yeah, the pair. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, can I pause for a sec? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and we're back. So, um, fighters aboard, you're going to interact with them. How are you handling this? How are you two sweeping it up, just to recap? Uh, I was going to fly up to meet them. And I was going to be teleporting through into the cockpit, just murdering them on the inside, where they're alone. Yeah. Do you just? Oh, yeah, you just so, have that power, right, Pete? Yeah. Boogie <laughs> man. Excellent. So Good I think know, I'll, know. I'll do like a, I'll do like a keep them busy in order to like keep them from just beelining straight into the uh to the bombers or like pulling an A-wing. Right, and that'll just uh, force them to shoot at you and fire at you while Peter goes through and kills all the pilots, right? No police. Yeah. No police. Um, huh. Yeah, roll keep them busy and Pete's stuff just kind of happens automatically and that should kind of hold the line. That's a 12. <laughs> Two fives. What's that? Good God. Yeah, that's going to go really fast then. Uh, you're going to blow through this. Uh, so the fighters are being destroyed. They're crashing around you. They're shooting. You can hear that your forces that are on the planet are moving closer to this area and just, you know, sh moving through the clone troopers and covering this area. Um, you're able to get people on that transport. Where's that transport going to be heading? Uh, is Kyanite uh, Command here? No, because they're going to get shot down by the ships in orbit and stuff, and they don't want to risk it. Oh, oh, true, true, true. All right. Um, I think we might just be trying to head like generic away, uh, in the hopes that the alliance, like you know, arrives. Like, I mean, you got that like, ship have, have right we... above you. That okay, yeah, actually, uh, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, so after you guys do your horrific uh, thinning of the herd for the clone troopers, you both realize that you have to wait for Lamnar to complete their part of the plan uh, before it escalates. <laughs> so I guess we'll swing the spotlight back to them. So the All security right. room is being guarded by clone troopers. There's security warnings going everywhere. Clones are on high alert. Uh, how do you want to play this? Because you won't be able to get in through the vents. You'll have to go through the front door. I'm going to activate my next web trap, and I'm literally just going to come through the front door. Like, the doors, I'm going to go to Behead, and I'm going to ask him to burst open the door as I come crawling in through the ceiling, centipede spider monster that I am, and scare them to run away. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that works immediately. Good job. Uh, Tora walks in after I you. I really too. like this Dark Morton trap. It's great. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just break their morale. Um,. The clones are all like, we're too old for this. <laughs> They're only 10 years old. Right. So what's your plan now, Lamb? Yeah. I'm going to go to the computers and do what I do best and hack into them to get control of the loading bay doors so I can open them when I want to and get in contact with Dom and ask him the status of, uh, of uh, harrying and and baiting the troops into the loading bay. They absolutely are working on that and making that uh, happen, but they're worried that they're not going to be able to get everyone in there just because that's not how anything works. You know, not everyone's going to absolutely leave their post to go check it out. So I, I, 
I turn to Tora and I ask her, can you get all the troops from the ship and onto into Loading Bay? Yeah, she has a plan. Uh, what do you got that would help? Uh, let me see here. Let me see here what we got. Um, I'm trying to see what move would cover this. Like we're trying to trick these people into getting there in like a really clever-ish way. I guess it would be finishing them. Um, okay. Talks. For this to work, oh, it'd be tough. For, for you get the kind of advantage you need to finish all of these clone troopers and dump them out of the ship, someone has to have control of the bridge. So she can handle one aspect of it here, but for you to enact the finish them, you have to get to the bridge and, and use the bridge controls. Okay. She can give you I, advantage uh, to take out the troops on board, but you can only enact that advantage by using the bridge. All right, so we have to then go to the bridge and then do it there. Yeah, it's like she'll hang out here in security. You got to go to you got to head there and split. All right, me and Meat head split then and head off quickly to the bridge to deal are with them. You just able to avoid any confrontation along the way, or are you going to? What, what do you think you're going to run I'm gonna into? I'm going to have to roll. I think because everyone's on high alert, there's still going to be like troops just looking for the enemy in the uh, hallways. Okay. So I'm going to try and roll like get away to. Yeah, get away sounds like that's this is solid. Past them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Get away. All right, and that is a solid ten. Oh. So the yeah, four, four, and, and my plus there. two. So. Okay, yeah, you head are able to get to the bridge. Uh, it's staffed. How are you dealing with the staff in there? Because they're going to like defend the bridge from interlopers. Uh. My getting away gave me one web. I could literally just spend it to do another dark portent and scare them off. But you know what? I just want to have Damn, some fun dog. I'm going. I'm going to. <laughs> it, it's the loop. I literally right? go, go someplace, get web, scare them away. Go to another place, get web, scare them away. It, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle now. But for the sake of having fun with this, I'm going to just um, burst up the door and throw some like solid disc pucks on the floor under their feet and activate my bear trap, which immobilizes them until they pry free. Um, also causes immense distracting pain. Yeah, we went over this last session, actually, when they did that to Palpatine in a future vision. So yeah, they're all stuck in electro, like, shock, you know, binds, like a shock disc that's 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 keeping them in place. Cool. All right, uh, you alert Tor that you're on the bridge? Yep. Okay, so the hollow emitters and the screens aboard the ship uh, show Anakin clearly cut from different footage that she's quickly spliced together, where he's saying words from different conversations and different like things. But it's all like, troops, it's me, Anakin Sky, your general. You must go to the cargo bay immediately. Do not disappoint me. And uh, <laughs> the soldiers, you know, a good soldier follows orders. They start marching to the, to the things. Like, all of you, 100%, even the ones that think you wouldn't. I, I I'm just again looking at that image, looking at the back of my hands, looking up. I'm like, how did I not realize before? Everyone's so dumb. So now they're in oh, the cargo bay, and and you have bridge controls. Uh, and I again, I do what I do best. And I immediately warn Dom and the rest to grab onto something and hold on tight, as I. Open the bay doors and send everyone to a, well, 
I wouldn't say it's a painless death, but I send them all into just fall to the, just fall to their deaths anyway. I mean, they're it's in like their they're their clone trooper armor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna a take a long... actually a fiery death. <laughs> it's going to take way longer for them to burn to death in the molten rock you dip them into. You drop them into. Well, and anyway, okay. <laughs> you guys on the surface see that maneuver happen and realize that the ship is probably under ally control. It probably needs more people to man it now. Yeah. Well, guess what we have? A bunch of people who don't know how to man a ship. I'm sure it's easy to I mean, it's uh, not like a though. big, giant it's... capital ship. It, I said it was like a transport, right? Yeah. Like a... command. I don't remember what word I used. I, I probably have an astromech droid somewhere in my group. Yeah. So, you're going to get the people on board, uh, and I'm guessing you're going to punch it, Chewie, to get the survivors out of here? Yes. Alright, so yeah, you're and, able to uh, save a bunch of we're, people. We're going to get the, uh... Do we, do we want to give, like, the, uh, the, the clear-out command to, uh... our forces? Oh, oh yeah, because well. they're, they're going to still have to do the fight, because there's other people that have to be rescued by the ships that are about to come in. But you were able to oh, save true, true, people true. from the work camp from dying violently. Okay, cool. Also, yeah, there's a capital ship in orbit that this ship was supposed to deliver goods to that's still technically up there. Ah, rabbit. <laughs> no, this isn't that kind of ship. <laughs> it doesn't have an armored prow. Fine, right. ram it gently and just activate all the kyber <laughs> crystals. You do have this place is loaded with a lot of kyber crystals, and it's like uh, deep storage. Like the cargo bay is for receiving mm. and exporting goods, but they have storage not directly in the cargo bay, and it's loaded to bear with yeah. kyber crystals. And like I'm kind of, I mean, I'm, al I'm almost wondering if we could push our luck and try to take the big ship too, but. <laughs> if we were to dump those those volatile crystals into the mine, would there be a chain reaction of sorts? Probably not. Yeah, okay. I, I think we've already taken the mine anyways, though. Like the, the planet is so damaged that it probably would not make that big of a difference. Like, setting off an A-bomb in the Marianas Trench won't do anything. The Marianas Trench is just too yeah. big. But to a uh, extremely fragile, thin metal ship uh, protecting you from the vacuum of space. Uh, you know, a different story. Like, we have... Uh, yeah, so we... We took a shuttle up that was big enough to put people, like, a sizable number of people on and got into a bigger ship. We could just send that smaller ship at the uh, capital ship. Unless that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And in that case, we could ram it. <laughs> Or just send into their docking bay. The box right. strapped into the cargo load full of crystals. Yeah, you load the drop pod to bear full of kyber crystals and like some explosives so they go, you know, unstable. And you send that up to them being like, oh, the ship was compromised. You have to take the cargo before we lose everything. And they're like, of course, a good soldier follows orders. And that's going to cause an explosion in that capital ship that's going to render it inoperable. It'll drift in orbit. Yeah. And at that note... The Rebel Alliance's pickup sh uh, ships start arriving and shooting at the other ones in the fleet, uh, and you now have an actual like Rebel Alliance skirmish happening to like pick people up and like push back on the Spider and Snake Alliance here. Which I think, before you guys move on to where Steelhead is in orbit around the Sun in that mega structure, is a good place to call it for the night. Yeah, I like Sounds that. Good. Sounds, yeah. yeah. 
All right. So I was Devin. This is Adam. This is Jonathan. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.